0: activities. Oscar Wilde said, to lose one parent may be regarded as a misfortune. To lose both seems like carelessness. If you fry yourself along with your parents while rewiring their outdoor hot tub during a thunderstorm, you may be eligible for a Darwin Award. 3. The candidate must be the cause of his own demise. The candidate's own gross ineptitude must be the cause of the incident that earns him the nomination. A hapless bystander done in by a heavy anvil dropped from a skyscraper is an unfortunate tragedy. If, however, you are smashed by the anvil you rigged above your own balcony to kill those squawking pigeons, then you are a Darwin contender. A tourist trampled to death by a rampaging bull in a parking lot is merely suffering from bad luck. If you are gored to death during the running of the bulls while riding naked in a shopping cart piloted by your drunken friend... You are a candidate for a Darwin Award. Some feel that a person who intentionally attempts to win a Darwin Award and succeeds is, by definition, a perfect candidate. However, listeners should remember that a Darwin Award is an exceedingly dubious honor, and we discourage anyone from intentionally attempting to join these illustrious ranks. 4. The Candidate Must Be Capable of Sound Judgment Humans are generally capable of sound judgment, except those with mental, chemical, or chronological handicaps that render them unable to fully comprehend the ramifications of their actions. That means no children, Alzheimer's disease sufferers, or Down syndrome patients. Child nominees are a bone of contention. A vociferous majority argues against letting them win Darwin Awards, citing the gulf between ignorance and stupidity. An equally clamorous minority contends that they are the best candidates for a rusty chromosome award, since they obviously have not reproduced. To muddy the ethical waters further, some children have stated that restricting them from vying for this laudable award is yet another encroachment on their civil liberties. We appreciate that parents are responsible for teaching their offspring to make responsible decisions. Therefore, children are not eligible to win a Darwin Award. However, a few are included as nominees when their actions can be considered foolhardy by even their peers. 5. The event must be verified. Reputable newspaper or other published articles, confirmed television reports, and responsible eyewitnesses are considered valid sources. A friend's mother's employer, a chain email, or a doctored photograph are not. This book contains four categories of stories. 1. Darwin Awards nominees lost their reproductive capacity by killing or sterilizing themselves, and this is the only category eligible to win a Darwin Award. 2. Honorable Mentions are foolish misadventures that stop short of the ultimate sacrifice, but still illustrate the innovative spirit of Darwin Award candidates. 3. Urban Legends are cautionary tales of evolution in action, and are so popular they have become part of the Internet culture, Various versions are widely circulated, but their origins are largely unknown. They should be understood as the fables they are. Any resemblance to actual events or to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. 4. Personal accounts were submitted by loyal readers blowing the whistle on stupidity and are plausible but usually unverified narratives. In some cases, readers submitting personal accounts have been identified with their permission— but this does not necessarily mean that the sources are directly associated with their personal accounts. Darwin awards and honorable mentions are known or believed to be true. The words confirmed by Darwin after the title generally indicates that a story was backed up by multiple submissions and by more than one reputable media source. Unconfirmed by Darwin indicates fewer credible submissions and the unavailability of direct confirmation of media sources. In unconfirmed Darwin Awards or honorable mentions, names have often been changed and details of events have been altered to protect the innocent, and for that matter, the guilty. Charles Darwin's Theory of Evolution Do the Darwin Awards really represent examples of evolution in action? In 1859, Charles Darwin revived the Theory of Evolution in The Origin of Species, which presented evidence that species evolve over time to fit their environments better. At that time, the theory of evolution was no longer in vogue. It had already been conceived, discussed, and discredited. The Earth was thought to be only 6,000 years old, far too young to show evidence of the slow pace of evolution. And besides, there was no plausible explanation for how evolution might occur. Furthermore, many people were repelled by the notion that man descended from apes. But Darwin's careful biological observations and his proposed mechanism for evolution propelled the theory back into the scientific limelight. Darwin called his mechanism for evolution natural selection and described four requirements that must be satisfied in order for natural selection to occur. First, a species must show variation. Second, variations must be inheritable. Third, not all individuals in a population survive to reproduce. Fourth, some individuals can cope with selective pressures better than others. Due to inherited attributes, some members of a species are more likely to survive predators and cold winters, win the competition for mates, and leave more offspring. Successful traits become more prevalent in the population, while less successful ones decline and eventually die out. The tales you will hear clearly show differences in our ability to cope with the selective pressures that surround us. The stories in this book vividly illustrate evolution in all its selective glory, from the sublimely ironic to the pathetically stupid we think that even Charles Darwin himself would be amused by these examples of trial and fatal error. Chapter 1. Natural Selection, Animal Misadventures. Can animals win Darwin Awards? The simple answer is no. Darwin Awards commemorate individuals whose deaths improve the human gene pool, not the animal gene pool. To win a Darwin, one must first behave stupidly. And the prerequisite to behaving stupidly is to possess intelligence. Animals can certainly display intelligence. Lassie, the legendary canine, taught us that dogs are sensible enough to dial 911 and summon help in an emergency. But animals lack the mental capacity to weigh alternatives. What's dumb for a human is not dumb for a dog. If a human stuffed his head into a potato chip bag to scarf the last scraps, we might laugh at his suffocation. But for a dog... The death is just plain sad. If animals are to win Darwin awards for their respective species, the triggering events must be appropriate. For instance, when birds fly into invisible windows, their mistake is not of Darwinian caliber, but a bird that singles itself out by repeatedly attempting to peck fleas off a cat is a prime target for natural selection. We animals are all subject to the same process of evolution. Therefore, each species is eligible for Darwin Awards from its own perspective. But the human version of the Darwin Awards is meant to tickle the human funny bone. Since we can't easily relate to the thought processes of animals, we just aren't amused by their foolish deaths. Therefore, animals are not eligible to win Darwin Awards. But the human animal can and does win, as the following stories attest. Darwin Award, In a Pig's Eye Confirmed by Darwin, 4 July, 1991. Three Eaton men died from a fatally flawed plan on the evening of July 4th. James, Billy, and Ashley were killed after their blue Ford pickup rolled over on Country Road 24. Hogs and alcohol were contributing factors to the accident. We found several beer cans in and around the scene, said Sheriff Andrew Watson. The driver had a blood alcohol content twice the legal limit. The events unfolded as follows. The three men spent the national holiday drinking. Later that evening, they were struck with a sudden craving for pork chops. They were popping off fireworks when Jimmy said they ought to go get some eats, reported Billy's girlfriend, Emma. At 11 p.m., they drove ten miles to a pig farm, intent on stealing a hog and satisfying that craving for pork chops. One of the men scaled the fence and tied the end of a rope to a plump quadruped. The other two men started pulling on the 400-pound beast. The stress of a struggling hog was too much for the six-foot chain-link fence, and a fourteen-foot section collapsed loudly, startling the other hogs into a stampede. "'I was asleep when I heard this god-awful noise,' explained the owner of the farm. "'I run out of the house with my shotgun and shot off both barrels in the air and yelled at them to go get on out!' The friends loaded up their stolen pig in a hurry, tied the rope to the truck, and sped down the county road in excess of ninety miles per hour." Unfortunately, they forgot to buckle their seatbelts. The pig, on the other hand, was strapped in by its leash. Three miles down the road, the animal began making a commotion in the back of the pickup truck, causing the vehicle to careen wildly. The swerving lurches threw the pig from the back of the truck, and it was dragged along the dirt road for about half a mile. Distracted by the commotion and impeded by the friction of the pig, the driver hit a soft shoulder and rolled the truck forty feet, ejecting all three men from the vehicle and killing them. The victims were discovered at 5 a.m. by a passing motorist. Police caution motorists to drive sensibly on dirt roads, wear seatbelts, and refrain from drinking while driving. The pig lived. Reference, Eaton Express Weekly. Darwin Award. Killer Whale Rodeo. 1999 Darwin Award winner, confirmed by Darwin, 6 July 1999, Florida. A naked man was found dead on the back of a killer whale at SeaWorld in Orlando, a victim of drowning or hypothermia in the 55-degree water. There were no obvious signs of trauma. He wasn't chewed or dismembered, the sheriff's office said. The body had scrapes on it, possibly signifying that the victim had been dragged along the bottom of the tank. Is a man who swims with orcas worthy of a Darwin Award? Clues from his bizarre history may help us decide. He was identified as a marijuana-smoking drifter named Daniel. Hari Krishna priest Paul Sear shared insights into Daniel's personality, gleaned during his month with the community of six worshippers. He had a great love of nature, writing in his journal and feeding wild birds in the temple garden. However, Daniel had difficulty adjusting to the religion's 4 a.m. wake-up time, dietary prohibitions, and abstinence from liquor, drugs, sex, and gambling. He preferred to dodge work and meditate in the chapel, listening to heavy metal music. Daniel unexpectedly announced that he was taking a vow of silence, which puzzled the Hare Krishna, since their religion does not urge its members to be silent. He left abruptly in the spring, breaking his vow long enough to say, I want to be free. I want to travel around. During his travels, Daniel left a string of petty offenses throughout South Carolina, Washington, Texas, and Florida. Just days before his death, he had completed a three-day sentence in the Indian River County Jail for stealing a Three Musketeers candy bar from a 7-Eleven. He resumed his vow of silence in court. The suspect could not speak, a Vero Beach officer reported, so instead he used paper and pen to deny the charge. Three days after his release, our intrepid stoner gained admittance to SeaWorld, and loitered near the whale pools until the 10 p.m. closing, evading the 24-hour security. After stripping to his bathing trunks, he scaled a three-foot plexiglass barrier, crossed a short stone wall, and climbed into Tillicum's frigid enclosure, using the steps ringing the 80-by-100-foot pool. An employee spotted Daniel's nude form draped just below Tillicum's dorsal fin at 7.35 a.m. the next morning. His swimming shorts were found elsewhere in the tank. Tillicum apparently tried to remove the shorts with his razor-sharp teeth, the medical examiner said. The nature lover left few clues about his state of mind when he decided to commune with a carnivore the size of a bus. A joint was nestled inside his pile of clothes, but no admission ticket to SeaWorld could be found. Anonymous park workers made a surprise announcement that this was not the first time Daniel had communed with sea mammals. Two years before, they recalled, he had jumped into the manatee tank, which is filled with warmer water and less aggressive creatures. Notes about Tilikum the Killer Whale The eight-year-old mammal is the largest killer whale in captivity at 22 feet and 11,000 pounds. He was appraised at $1.5 million when purchased by SeaWorld in 1991, where he joined 13 other killer whales. He was considered dangerous, as he was never trained for human contact. Biologists say he probably played with Daniel like a toy without realizing that he was a fragile human being. This is not Tillicum's first encounter with death. He and two other whales were involved in the drowning of a trainer in Victoria, British Columbia in 1991. She fell into the whale tank at the Sealand Marine Park and was dragged beneath the surface to her watery demise. Tillicum is a feckin' marine predator, the sire of four calves born during his breeding stay in Florida. In a comparison between Tillicum and Daniel, it's clear who is higher on the evolutionary scale. Reference, Sarasota Herald Tribune, St. Petersburg Times, Chicago Tribune, Orlando Sentinel, CNN. Darwin Award, Playing with Cats. 1996 Darwin Award winner confirmed by Darwin 2 January 1996, India. One man was killed at the Calcutta Zoo, and another mauled when the pair crossed a moat circling a tiger enclosure to put garlands of flowers around the big cat's neck. The attack triggered panic and a near-stampede in the zoo. Prakash and Suresh, devotees of the goddess Durga, were drinking when they decided to worship the tiger with their innovative adaptation of a religious New Year's greeting. Shiva, a thirteen-year-old royal Bengal tiger, was not in favor of the plan. He attacked Suresh,